0: Here's a message from Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. Oh Hello has no sponsor. Instead, we ask you to join us in donating to Off Their Plate. Off Their Plate pays restaurants in nine different U.S. cities to cook free meals for hospitals and other emergency health care workers. More on what they're doing and how to donate at bit.ly slash oh hello OTP.
1: We got a new segment on the show and it's called Shit Out. Let's get a song for Shit Out.
0: Can we have a little music for our shit-outs? There's tropical, heartfelt, industrial, melancholy, mysterious... Sedona Samba. Um, tropical? Yeah. Shit-out to the wet seat on the R-Train. Pooled soda lives in the wet seat. I choose to sit in it.
1: Uh, shout out to all the little kids on Razor scooters whose parents are absolutely terrified that they're going to roll into traffic and get smushed like
0: a pancake. Shout out to... The New York Post. The New York Post, getting smaller with fewer pages every day.
1: Shout out, of course, to post-ops, people who've gotten out of an operation and are chilling back at home with an aid.
2: Follow the clues.
0: Follow the clues. Yeah. What are the clues? Tell us follow- what they are and then we'll follow. I. Th-
2: you know what? I think you know. Right. We do. Start at the beginning and follow... follow the clues. Follow the clues. Yeah. But what is the beginning? Huh. Like is the beginning her dying? Yes beginning is her dying.
0: The fuck, that's the ending. Yeah, she was not dead when she was born.
2: I mean, it, it, it happens at the end, um, but it's also a very significant part of it. It was a pretty big deal in
0: her life. Yeah.
2: And who are you? I'm John Ronson, I'm a writer, and whilst I'm not a Diana, murder conspiracy theorist. I am somebody who knows about Diana murder conspiracy theories and can tell you why some people believe them. Okay, how
0: would you say that shorter?
2: I am no Diana conspiracy theorist. Okay. I
0: have to pee. Okay. A special thank you to the hot dog cart that had bees in it in Times Square. Over 200 bees came out of a hot dog cart in Times Square. The city thanks you.
1: Shout out to Lynn Line. shout out to Time Warner, shout out to all the Spectrum services out there this week who have to deal with calls from us complaining about our lack of a television.
0: Shout out to having a Lynn Line so that you can have cable and having one weird phone in your apartment. That phone sometimes rings. Who is it? It's terrifying. So you're from Wales originally? Yes. What does that mean when people say Wales?
2: We're kind of like Scotland and Ireland, but slightly less sure of why we exist.
1: Gotcha. And um, there was a woman who was the princess of.
2: Yes, she was the princess of Wales. I should tell you that like not everyone in Britain at the time was obsessed with Diana.
0: You mean um, during her life?
2: Yes. Some of us felt that... Uh, the, not another story about Diana on the news again. Like some of us felt like...
0: Like you were excited that there was one?
2: No, that the media was kind of obsessed with Diana yeah. and it was just a little bit too much.
1: Would you say that Americans are weirdly more obsessed with a British royalty and the monarchy than the Brits themselves?
2: Well, a lot of Brits were. Like, I don't want to, like, undersell how yeah. interested, like, a lot of people were. And in fact, when Diana died, that's when people really kind of figured out how they felt. That's a bit late. It was a bit late. That's a bit late. Particularly because the way most people felt was incredibly guilty and remorseful. And then if you look at news footage from, like, the, the, the week after she died, it was like a Trump rally. You had people screaming at the press. There was, like, regular Brits just screaming at BBC and, and journalists.
1: Why, and why were they screaming at the press?
2: blaming them for her death like metaphorically and that they just sort of you know were hounding her for years and then literally and that they were hounding her that night i clearly remember watching some woman screaming at a bbc presenter and the bbc presenter was almost in tears himself Mm. and i clearly remember watching that and thinking that woman is taking out her own feelings of guilt and remorse on the journalist
0: in, in terms of when she was alive, this antipathy that you seem to have had and Clay
2: others had, she well, was princess. Antipathy is like a big word for what I was trying to express. It was more... I know, I
0: was condensing it because yeah. this is radio.
2: She, she was a kind of young revolution that came come in to try and topple the sort of bloated old ideology.
1: Do you think she was conscious of that's what she was doing?
2: Yes. She was taking this sort of corrupt institution and she was tearing it apart in actually a really brave way.
1: Would you say that's why they had her killed?
2: Well, I don't know whether or not they had her killed. My my guess is they probably didn't. Um, But in the midst of all of this, a big conspiracy theory began to form, like amongst a lot of people who believed that she had been killed.
0: Shout-out to the 275,000 new livery drivers licensed today in New York City, whether you're Lyft, Uber, or some independent car company. We're happy to have you on the road. Shout-out to other podcasts.
1: Shout-out to other podcasts out there in the marketplace. Shout-out to the podcast marketplace. Quick shout-out to our dear friend Kai Rizdahl on NPR's marketplace. A-P-M, APM American tonight. Public Media now APM
2: Yeah APM p.m. tonight
1: APM p.m. tonight check out Marketplace What was the main conspiracy theories?
2: Well that there was a white fiat that was spotted in the vicinity and I think I'm right in remembering that the paint from the white Fiat was found on on her car, on the limo. So there was actually some impact between the white Fiat and the limo, but I might be wrong about that. But there was definitely a white Fiat and it was a Fiat Uno and there was a big dog in the Fiat Uno. And some believe that also in the Fiat Uno was, was an assassin, was somebody who was going to commit vehicular homicide.
0: So just to back up a little to put this in context... The standard story of how she died is that uh, Paul Henry, one of the great ritz Carleton drivers who was on antipsychotics yeah. and alcohol, drove too fast into a tunnel and slammed into a pillar. Yes. But this theory is that there was a Fiat. These are small cars, by the way, Fiats, is that right? Are they yeah. like a Pujo? It's smaller than a Pujo. It's smaller than a Pujo. Yeah, it's like a marshmallow with wheels on it. So this theory is that it wasn't just Paul Henri, one of the great antipsychotic takers, driving too fast, but that a car Slammed into them.
2: Yeah. And in fact, it wasn't just the driver of the fear. There was a whole other narrative going on right in front of our eyes that we just didn't notice.
1: Including a dog. Including a
2: giant dog. So the white fear. A giant
0: dog. Yeah, a in large a dog. Car.
2: The large dog was spotted in the small car with the assassin, which begs, I think, a number of questions. Is it a good or a bad idea if you're an assassin to take a big dog with you? And I would say there's an argument for both. Mm-hmm. Well, on the plus side, if you're an assassin, it's a good idea to take a big dog with you because if you're with a big dog, what does everybody notice? The big dog. dog.
1: Not like a, the hottie who wants to take care of a big dog and show that he's got you know a good personality, he's a warm, that he's a caretaker for
2: women. And then the downside is that uh, dogs are unpredictable, you know... Yeah, like in the front seat alive. If exactly. if
1: you're trying to assassinate
0: the most famous woman in the world take that- a big dog with you. Well, yes. If it's an emotional support animal mm. and if you're worried about the dog interfering with uh, you using your fiat to ram Princess Diana into a wall to, to kill her you would give your dog half a Benadryl and then they're out.
2: Some, some believe the dog was actually a device that was um, made to look like a dog.
0: Yes, that's what my first thought was when you said a dog, I thought, I wonder, it could be a device yeah. made to look like a dog. Uh, because uh, I had a big stuffed bear that I wanted a carnival by stealing it. Mm-hmm. I stuffed it uh, full of guns uh, during an, I- IRS had to come and check on something. and I had a lot of weaponry inside this. So that was my immediate thought. Shout out to human cones. Everyone knows a dog wears a cone when it eats its his stitches. What about when your friend Gil's doing the same? After my friend Gil's laparoscopic hernia procedure, he began eating the stitches out of his own stomach.
1: I would bend over and I'd eat them and then I'd chew on my own balls. He'd chew the thread out of his own stitches and make it bleed. And I chewed the thread out of my own balls so much that my ball fell out. My ball was hanging out outside of it like um. A- Smile well, like a testicle hanging outside of its scrotal sac.
0: So special shout out to Dr. R. We did not get your full name at Urgent Care. Thank you for sewing gill up and for giving him a dog cone to wear.
2: Does the white fiat definitely exist? Uh, I don't know the answer. Were there but security think, cameras? Though? I'm glad you mentioned the security cameras because it's been said that all the secure, all 28 video traffic control cameras weren't working uh, that night from the 20 minutes before they left the Ritz Hotel until after the crash.
1: Isn't it also possible that it's just France where a lot of lazy laborers were on strike and nobody was doing their job so the cameras weren't working for that reason?
2: Yes, and it's also possible that the fact that I just gave you isn't right or true.
1: But why do we need to bring facts into whether this is true or not? I think we should go with feeling. Who do they think was behind the murder?
2: Oh, MI6, like the New World Order, the 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 elite, the globalists, the Jews, the Jews, and Ah. the arms dealers.
1: So the Queen herself, the monarchy, not responsible. All
2: connected. Yeah, all connected, and and it's all down to her going to landmine fields
1: it was likely big landmine because landmines probably the biggest thing in all of arms and everyone's
0: buying them, so if you if you thwart that market, you know, suddenly, you know, the mom with the shopping list is gonna go, I'm not gonna get a landmine. H- how did Diana's work with landmines start? Had she stepped on one and just felt that embarrassment and was like, you know what, no one should have to have their day okay.
1: ruined? Diana's biggest landmine was that strapless dress she wore to her first event, and her boobs were spilling out of the dress. First landmine, it was where the royals, I think for the first time said, this is not our girl.
2: I saw her once. Where? At the Serpentine. I'm going to try and find you the photograph. What's the Serpentine? The Serpentine is, a, is an art gallery in Hyde Park in London. And I was walking past and there was paparazzi everywhere. And so I stopped and just stood there. And, and there was Diana walking into the Serpentine. I'm going to show you Diana Serpentine. Now,
1: and when you Google Diana Serpentine, it's not going to come up Diana Lizard, people.
2: What? And but I'm exactly. It's Diana Serpent came up pretty quickly. Mm. There she is. That's There she is. I, I, I witnessed that. Uh, yes. Interesting. Was it
0: watermarked when you saw it, or was that added by the <laughs> photographer?
2: And when you say you were walking
0: by, were you with the paparazzi? I mean, that's kind of a suspicious thing to say. I, I was, was just being, walking by with all these paparazzi. I
2: was just having a nice. I was just having a nice walk in the park. How old was it, gin Ronson,
0: at, what, on that evening? Uh, I would have been about
2: twenty-eight.
0: And, and at that point, you were going, you know what? I'm going to write these books they upset everyone. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Can we get back to MI6 is the British Secret Service. They're connected to the New World Order, different than the WWF wrestling. Or the WWF
0: panda thing that's an animal organization. Yes, right. MI6 is what?
2: MI6 is Britain's CIA. It's the- it's, it, it exists,
0: it is not a- Yeah,
1: it's a real thing. It's a real thing. And, yeah, and right. Jim's Bond, is he still there? Is he still involved or is he
0: retired?
2: He didn't exist, but- the organization did.
0: Did uh, Pierce Brosnan exist?
2: He exists as Pierce Brosnan, but when he becomes James Bond, okay. he, he stops existing as James Bond.
0: But one could, if they took the proper steps, encounter the real Pierce Brosnan. Is it possible
1: that Princess Diana's death was in fact a drive by fruiting? Right.
2: What does that mean?
1: Well, of course, Pierce Brosnan... <clears throat> and there was and a and documentary I'm, I'm, called Mrs. Deadfire. Precursor to Transparent. And in that film, Rob Williams is at war with Pierce Brosnan over the love of Sally Field. Pierce Brosnan gets hit with some fruit
0: and he says it's a drive-by fruiting. Rob and Williams rest in improv, dressed up like a woman, dressed up like a man, he runs back and forth at this restaurant called Bridges in a in a, in a farcical scene that really did not need to happen. You know, you could see how the events of that evening could have been avoided. Would you say you couldn't write this stuff as far as Diana Oh goes? shit, that's
1: good, that'd be yeah. good
2: um sometimes truth
1: yeah i like where this is going yeah. I like the plazas is Say
2: strange strange stranger than fiction yeah i'll tell you something there's only two times in my life in london that i remember london just being silent just very eerily silent when you'd walk to the shop to buy the paper and just everybody was silent. It only happened twice that I can remember. And one time was when Diana died and the second time was when David Beckham kicked somebody in the back and got sent off and that's what sent England out of Euro 96.
1: Two of the most seminal events in British history, Mm -hmm. only one year apart.
2: Yes. But now I'm now I'm worried that it wasn't Euro '96. So. But it,
1: regardless, let's say it's before Diana dies. David Beckham, Bend It Like Beckham, a film. Sure. Kira Knightley, who is Natalie Portman with an underbite.
2: It was the 1998 um, World Cup. It was two. It was the year after Diana died. Okay.
1: Yeah. So this is, and you could say there was a Rube Goldberg mm-hmm. chain of events. Mm-hmm. Diana mowed down by the Queen dresses a dog cuz she loves landmines. Mm-hmm. 1 year later David Beckham loses it, kicks a guy in the back, England's out of World Cup 98. Who won World Cup
0: 98? That's what I want to know. Cuz uh, who benefits? The Yeah. The first year.
2: Probably Germany, but I tell you.
0: Yeah. World Cup ah. 98. Is it?
2: And, okay, World Cup Yeah, 1998 is what you you're not going to believe what I've just discovered. What? Do you know who won the 1998 World Cup? France.
1: And where, may I ask, Ronson, did Princess Diana die?
2: France.
1: Shout out to uh, everybody who's got a friend with a weird smelling apartment. Whether it's black mold, a dog, or a cooking style from another country that you're unfamiliar with, the uncomfortable smell of a new place will make you want to leave it.
0: Shout out to Wayne Brady.
1: Shout out to Wayne Brady. Not only can he improvise and can he sing, but he can host the heck out of his CBS TV show.
0: Shout out to San Antonio Spurs, David Robinson from the 90s. You suck, man. You know Starks. You got nothing. Airball, you total tool. Come and get me. Yeah, I'm not afraid of David Robinson.
1: Shout out to David Robinson, so tall, he wanted to be a pilot. How's he gonna fit in that plane? Stick his head out the top like he's in a cartoon.
0: Double shit out to David Robinson. You shoot like a turkey and you dribble like you suck. You know Starks and you know Ewing. If I was Lee and could afford seats, my friend, I'd be up in your face. Double shit out, David Robinson
2: it's 21 years later now no one's thinking about it like nobody's thinking you've got there's like there's no competition there's no other journalist trying to figure out what happened you're trampling a solo furrow I don't know it means there's nobody out there trying to get the story it's only you two and and Lena some
0: British lady's like I'm knackered I'm going to have a nap and you go what the fuck is she talking about Yeah,
2: I'm
1: going to go trample the furrow meaning there's nobody's nobody's telling this story right
0: now
2: yes if you'd done this a year ago right you'd have found that there was like competition like other people were like doing stories oh we
0: saw some of those you know your tiny browns yeah i mean those are amateurs though
2: your masterstroke was doing this 21 years later and not 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 20 years later
1: so what you're saying is there's really no reason we should be doing this podcast right now it's It's not an even number. It's not an anniversary of her death. We have no personal connection to the event. We really don't even have that strong of an interest in the story. There's nothing pertaining to what's happening
0: culturally at this moment. And we're losing interest as it goes on. We had a little in the beginning, but I will say stories ferment over time. And when you turn 21, you're allowed to drink.
1: What's interesting about doing this podcast about the life and death of Princess Diana is we set out to tell the story of this amazing fairy tale princess who befell a great tragedy and suffered the greatest loss of her life, which was her own. But in doing so, we've learned a lot about ourselves.
2: What have you learned?
1: That, you know, she was a 10 and we were into her. And that we still are, even though she's dead these 21 years? I don't know about you, George, but I had the time of my life doing
0: this podcast. I did too, my friend.
1: And so to sign us off from the movie Dirty Dancing is a karaoke version of I've Had the Time of My Life. (laughs) You
0: are
1: the listeners of
0: podcast. We count on you and all your downloads to put us in the tip 20. We are nowhere near the tip 20 because we don't know
1: how to use the system.
0: We are not even in the browsing part. Don't do we know the podcast if we sing the song we
1: listen more if this is the first time uh when you listen to more of this I've had no more fun Than doing this podcast with you George St. Key Glenn.
0: And i passed out for a little bit And I'm sorry I just needed some sodium if I love you so much I would give you both my kidneys I already did mm. And I've got closer friends you're not one of my four best friends. Those are all doo-wop guys.
1: Just remember, this is a pig case.
0: We did it in our home. So many blankets on the walls. To minimize the sound outside. Cause because um, <laughs> I made... The biggest of my life. And I knew the whole time what it was. No, I did not. I spaced and got scared. I'm having more of these episodes every day. Dementia, baby! Like falling down an elevator shaft. I was really scared when we started to record, because I forgot who you were. And I don't have control over
1: the volume of my voice!
0: Mike Myers! I think I offended our guest When I started talking to him off mic but on mic about women But we had so many hot takes That were warm breezes too And we we're able to read a lot of that Daniel Steel book we own because we wrote, wrote this whole wrote thing this before. before. This was not made up right on the spot. <laughs> what is happening
2: now? now.
0: <laughs> we got to write some more. The show. Does anyone? have any supplements we take lots of supplements thank you all tune ahead thank you guys for
1: listening we
0: love you you guys are the reason we do this and you guys this podcast really um helped me personally as a way to vent um, during a pretty dark time that's currently happening yeah and we
1: just we're so grateful
2: yeah I fucking
0: hate the saxophone Tell people where they can find you. You guys can find us online. Check us out wherever podcasts are sold. Find us at geocities.com backslash fan page Michael Raffaport. That's my own flash page. You can get an email to contact us.
1: You can find me in the
0: GNC Bathroom main lighting protein powder. Ask people to review you on iTunes. Try to review us on iTunes, give us five stars. Or one star if you hated it. Don't give us one star. Review us on iTunes. Review us on Audible. Tweet about us and text about us and tell tell everybody about the show. Text your wife about us. Because we (laughs) have the time of our lives. And And we knew knew what was was happening happening the whole whole time. (laughs) time. That's not Not true. true. I got got spaced spaced and and got scared. scared. And I am am having a a lot of these episodes. episodes. (laughs) All right. Very scared about who's going to get us home. Hope you've got a ride.
1: Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you want to hear more of the Podcast, check us out on the Podcast and all the stuff. And, go in, and reviews on
0: on iTunes and I'll check it five stars. There's also a small box of had about us in a church leaflet. <laughs> Thanks. All right, that was good. It felt really <laughs> good. That was perfect. We should have a segment called That Felt Really Good. It felt good. All right, let's scratch these ears. (laughs) That felt really good.